0: So Mm. I was afraid to even hop on camera to say the wrong things and give advice. But guess what my coach said? She said, Hop on camera and be yourself.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Lady Trucking CEO Podcast. Today I have an awesome guest who is so knowledgeable about um, how to help uh, trucking companies take their business to the next level. And it's my pleasure to introduce Ms. Maisheree Rhodes. Maisheree, how are you today?
0: Hey guys, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
1: awesome awesome can you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone let us know who you are and exactly what you do
0: all right okay guys so for you guys who do not know me i'm so used to saying it like that right For you guys who do not know me, my name is Maishiri Rhodes. I am the trucker's accountant and I help multi six-figure trucking companies scale their businesses to seven figures with my GPS method and my seven-figure roadmap so that you guys can put your businesses on autopilot and of course, pay the least amount of money in taxes. Guys, that is a big, huge, long paragraph way of saying I help you look at the numbers so that you can make informed decisions on how to take your business to the next level.
1: And each and every trucking company needs that because it's not something. Even though we're mindful, I feel of the of the bottom line and you know of the revenue and everything. Um, really having someone that um, to to really guide and and help give direction in that area, especially if you want to scale to the next level. Sometimes we have the intention and the idea, but we don't even really know how to begin or, or how to even go about doing that. So how did you, how did you um, decide that you wanted to just focus on the trucking industry? Uh,
0: I initially, I, I, I honestly feel like it was just thrown up on me. My, my husband asked me to start helping trucking companies out. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll do it. Cause I've, I've been in finance the entire time. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll do it in the midst of it. I realized that, oh crap trucking companies are screwed up (laughs) and you guys they needed a lot of help um and and so I was like should I do it or should I not do it and and I can't it just kind of happened by default uh and what I just decided to do with my practice is now I just you know not saying everything to everyone but actually niching down so that I don't have to I don't, you don't have to worry about if I'm knowledgeable on this industry, because that is what I do. I geek out on this industry just because this industry has so many different facets that you want someone to know that. So that's essentially how I come to uh, decide to do the transportation industry. So I was kind of, I was kind of thrown into it to say help. And then I realized that there was a need. Um, Mm -hmm. And in the midst of realizing there was a need, you know, how, when you're a kid, you say, um, you know, I want to help people or not Mm -hmm. even a kid. You say, I want to, I want to make sure that my, I build my legacy. I want to, you know, you want to help in some way, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. but how do you go out and how do you help? Uh, I've always been in finance. So I've, I pretty much picked up this crusade of, I will help. You know, my goal is to help a thousand people to scale Mm -hmm. to a million dollars. And that's my way of contributing to the community. And it's also my, um, I would say my zone of genius, just Mm -hmm. the the numbers. And it's my happy place.
1: Oh, wow. That is so cool. So are you you trying to tell me that when you were in school, way back in elementary school, junior Mm -hmm. high, that you loved numbers and math the way you love it now?
0: Not numbers and math. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so like not sis, not no Pythagorean theorem. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> oh, so, so in my head in college, it was like, okay, I do not want to major in this, you know? So I was like, I'm not going to major in business. I majored in park and recreation, right? Okay. See, I, I wanted to get an A. Okay. So I've majored in the easiest thing, but the entire time I've always done budgets. I've always advised my friends on how, uh, to do things. I worked Mm. in a financial aid office. I worked in the scholarship resource office. Mm. So I was doing it the entire time I worked at the bank. So my Mm. friends would say, Oh, I don't have any funding for, I don't have any financial aid for school. And I'm like, no, we are going to find a way. Uh, or I was always interested in life insurance and 401k. And it it's literally like, if you talk to me, I read financial statements and I didn't realize that that was what it was until I got to graduate school. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So let's go back to
1: like high school and, you know, junior high, what type of person were you? What kind of teenager or, you know, like in that tween stage, like what type of personality uh, did you have and, and, um, how do you find how you were then connected to how you are now?
0: Um, I, I, look, I feel like high school was a blur to me. Okay, guys, I was captain of the cheerleading team. Uh, and all I wanted to do was get good grades and go to college. I am a um, first generation graduate from college. So that was my goal, like mm. my mom, she didn't have to say, do you want to go to college? I was like, no, we got this college tour. It's coming up, sign this paper. I need this. So I had, I was very ready to leave the house got when, it. when it was time. Um, my mom, I grew up in Chicago, in mm-hmm. the city of Chicago, of course. So you got to get out. Okay. <laughs> so college was my way out. So that was really, I was, I was very studious. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get good grades. It, if I didn't do anything else, I made sure I got good grades and I was on the cheerleading team. So and that that was just like my whole life. And of mm. course in high school. Well, me and my husband's been together since sixth grade. So oh, wow. Between, between getting good grades, cheerleading, and having my elementary school sweetheart, I didn't have time for anything else. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then once I got to college, that's when I started majoring in uh, recreation administration,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and it was for event planning or wow. <laughs> so working at a park district. I don't even like kids. <laughs> that's so, so funny. District. So I, it doesn't. It was like, okay, why did I do this? But I was so stubborn that I did not want to change my major. I always said, mm-hmm. I'm not changing my major. I'm going to be here for four years and that is it. I'm leaving okay. when it's time for me to leave. So I end up doing that. And then when I got, I had all of my work study, you know, you have your job on campus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of my work study had to do with finance. Okay. It was the financial aid office. It was the, the scholarship resource office. So all of that had to do with money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to, once I left, uh, college, I moved to Atlanta and that's when I started working at the bank, uh, started doing taxes. Uh, and then I started going, I, uh, submitted an application to go to graduate school Mm -hmm. and I was going to graduate school for, uh, finance.
1: Okay. Okay. So in all of that, where would you say like that defining moment came where you're like, you know what, I think, I'm going to focus on this, and this is where I want to, because I know that, like you said, you really wanted to help people, and you were already in the world of finance with all of the things you were doing in college, but where was that defining moment where you're like, I think I think I might want to do this for the rest of my life, or I think I might want to do this at least for now.
0: You know? I would say, what defining moment? <laughs> I'm literally like still like ooh ooh I can do this I can do this, can do this. <laughs> like so this year, um, I had a call. I would say my my realization moment. I accepted that this is me. Um, I always thought my friends would call me and ask me for financial advice. Mm-hmm. I you know you just you just don't realize that it is you. Yeah, you just do it because yeah, like mm-hmm. okay. So about, I would say about three years ago, cause I've been, I've been doing it, but it was, it was really, I was a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. It was the meantime in between time. Um, and it was just something to do. Mm. So about three years ago, I decided to get serious, like really serious about it and step out on faith and start my own business so even though i was
1: so pause right there Mm -hmm. what made you come to that realization when you said you know what this is what i need to do like it you said you you just came to a realization at some like was you just woke up and it was like you know what this is what i
0: No, um honestly and i'm gonna be completely transparent i Mm -hmm. lost my mom
1: okay okay
0: i lost my mom Mm -hmm. i was um six months pregnant, high risk pregnancy, Wow. And it was, I I realized then that I was playing safe. Mm. I was playing safe. And I just, I had labeled playing safe as we do not have a support system. We're in Atlanta. I'll be the stay at home mom and I'll dibble and dabble that Mm. way. I don't have to say that I gave my all and I failed. Wow. Wow. So it takes a, I I don't know if I was I don't know if I if it was an aha moment or if it mm-hmm. was me not facing grief. Wow, wow. <laughs> um, because I could not stop when my, once my mom passed, it was just like go and that was it's, it's always been a dream of mine it was always an aspiration of mine mm-hmm. like oh I want to own my own right. accountant's firm mm-hmm. but I was never confident enough to go out on my own God. um so losing my mom and she was it was uh unexpected she was young it just made me think life is not promised so wow. I'm going to do what I have to do now wow. and if I fail I can always go back to where I was at
1: Mhm. Wow, that is such a powerful realization moment because literally coming to that place where you realize that wait a minute. Life really it like we just we just don't know. It's just yeah, like one minute everything is one way and then the, literally the next minute everything could be so different. So coming to that realization is where you decided, you know what, this is what I have to do. And it's, it's like all of the, the factors sometimes that discourage us from wanting to go forward, like that driving force is like always there because, you know, I feel like because of that motivation to say, you know what, I have to do this because if I don't, like you said, it was, it, it's so like, it's so perfect. If I fail, the worst that could happen is I go back to where I started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what kind of mindset did you have to cultivate like during that time of like stepping out to get started and like pulling yourself, you know, like kind of like pulling yourself to that point where, you know, okay, I'm gonna do this. What kind of mindset did you have to like cultivate daily to keep going in spite I- of?
0: I literally had to step outside of myself. So mm-hmm. during this time it was like I remember my uh I was trying to figure out how can I build a brick and mortar? <laughs> mm. How can I do a brick and mortar and my husband's like you don't need a brick and mortar. You can be virtual. And I was like, man, no no one's heard of that. Right. You well, know <laughs> this is before COVID, before we were virtual and when you hear accounting firms, you hear Mm -hmm. brick and mortar people want to come in Mm -hmm. and they do not want to give their personal information to someone virtually right so i started to look for someone who could help me transition and help me be completely virtual well Mm -hmm. you know google you you be talking Mm -hmm. you be talking about stuff and then (laughs) stuff started to come up yeah oh my gosh (laughs) that's so coaches
1: wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so you decided at that point to go ahead and get into like to start virtually
0: I literally it wasn't even that I start I decided to do virtually I took my last $500 mm-hmm. I had been watching a coach and she was showing you how to build your 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 accounting firm hmm virtually completely virtual wow and i was like wow i i you know i like this i want to do this she speaks to me she mm-hmm. you know how you mm-hmm. have people that you yes have to? yes um she spoke to me and i booked a consultation with her and i was literally like oh my gosh she knows what i'm going through mm-hmm. and she knows how to get me there so i spent my last 500 from my mama's life insurance policy
1: mm-hmm.
0: to wow. take this coach and I'm gonna be honest with you, the mindset shift was astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not there to begin with. Mm-hmm. I had to lean on my coach. You know how they say you gotta be- you gotta lean on someone else's mm-hmm. expectation of you or their belief in you until yes. you can believe in yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: what I had to do. I didn't step out the gate and said, "I know I'm going to do this." I did not. Um, mm-hmm. My my initial vision wasn't to help a thousand uh, trucking companies. I just wanted to make Mm $4,000 a month to help out around the house. (laughs) That's all I wanted to do. And, um, my coach, we, we wrote out a plan and it was literally like, okay, this is the plan. So I put my head down and everything she said, do I did. Mm -hmm. Now what I did also what I did to change my mindset though, is that I've always been in network marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband is the entrepreneur. I've always been a nine to five person. Okay. Uh, my, my husband has drugged me around to, um, being in different network marketing. But what I appreciate about network marketing is that they really tell you about your mindset. You yes. haven't your mindset. So mm-hmm. for years I'm around the house with, um, you know, money comes in my mail. Yes. <laughs> <It's pretty cool. laughs> Uh, you know you say those affirmations all the Mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. but I didn't get it it wasn't there yet like you know like but I would say it um and then I read this uh I read this book um what is the book Miracle Mornings Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs and they said that millionaires do five things every morning
1: okay
0: so when I started with my coach I decided that I would get up and do these things every morning. I call it my, I'm building dreams. So I I get up, I drink water, Mm -hmm. I read, and then I exercise. I say my affirmations and I journal every morning. Wow. That is what I feel personally has changed my life and catapulted me to the next level. And I'm saying that because I had the master's degree. And I was still at home sitting there. I had all of the knowledge. I, I had it all. I knew it. I was giving my friends advice, but I never thought to cut on alive and give this advice. I never thought it was that important or that valuable to someone else mm-hmm. until I started to do those affirmations. And, and actually, um, it, it helped to expand my mindset and shift my mindset. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it. And I remember my coach saying, what is so different about you and everybody else in my program? And I said, I know what my downfall is. My downfall is me, my inner me. So I needed to develop myself. So yeah. for two years, <laughs> I worked on myself, not my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Of course I did knowledge, you know, learning right. about talking and things like that. But I worked on my mindset and that gave me the confidence to go out and say, okay, I'm, I'm the expert in this. This is what I do. And if you go back and watch my lives, you can watch like my first lives. Lord Jesus, my voice was girl. Coming. It was bad. It's nerve wracking. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bad, but I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And now I can definitely tell where I am now where I've come and it was all because I worked on my mindset so if 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 anyone is out here if I could help anyone Mm -hmm. I would say do not discredit working on your mindset we go to school and we want to get all this knowledge Mm -hmm. when we have not paid attention to the subconscious many me who has talked to us for 30 years and we cannot do it it's the that's a fact
1: man that negative self-talk is like always there and then sometimes it's not even your voice Sometimes it's someone else's voice yes. when they said something to you or they're constantly saying something to you. Mm-hmm. And you you know that it's not true, but somehow your subconscious mind, like you said, grasps onto it. And, and before you know it, you find yourself believing something that you don't even really believe if you were to Absolutely. really peel back those layers of belief. And, yo, you hit it on the head when you said like the mindset piece. Like if your mindset ain't right, ain't nothing gonna be right. Because nothing. every your mindset and your belief frames everything else that you do or don't do. And some people are so trapped by what they believe or what they think to be true when actually it's not even true. Like it's literally a lie that is governing your whole decision-making and your whole, um, your whole life basically. That is, yeah. it's, it's crazy.
0: No, I literally I when it. I started off, I was I was like uh, I can I can do your taxes. I can do your taxes. I swear I'm knowledgeable. I was charging people $50 to do their taxes. Charging $50, giving consultations, giving advice, doing all of them. Mm-hmm. Doing the most. And now I've gotten to a point where I can say, no, this is, this is my value. Mm -hmm. And I can say that because I have worked on my mindset. And I I think that so many times that goes and it it falls by the wayside. Mm -hmm. We go and we develop and we go and we pay for a college degree to teach us book knowledge girls we're gonna talk <laughs> about it now <laughs> listen okay we okay. pay for that and and then you have to get out of the world and it's like okay how can I do this and and it it's like um like I would say the person that held me back the most is myself Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I don't need anybody else to say anything I am so hard on myself Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you know you think you can say one or two affirmations like no you have 30 years of someone telling you you can't do it you can't do it like one of the things Mm -hmm. my mom would say all the time is um what did she say money don't grow on trees Mm -hmm. money don't grow on trees and I, I find myself saying that And then one day I was at the grocery store and my daughter snatched something, my oldest daughter snatched something from my youngest daughter. And she said, we can't afford that. That hurt my heart because here I am living as thrifty as I can be as a stay-at-home mom. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) And I'm thinking I'm being an example for my kids, but the example that I was setting was, stay in this box, have low expectations do Mm -hmm. not believe in yourself. So in addition to me, so I would say this in addition to me losing my mom and saying, I have to do this after I I left, lost my mom, I told you I was high risk pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I have, um, my daughter is autistic. She's four. Okay, She was diagnosed at the age of two. That was when it was like, excuse my French. I got to get on my shit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. who is going to watch this baby when I'm gone? Right. And I mean, not, not, I know that my family would mm-hmm. take care of her, but I'm talking about financially right. who will keep an eye on my baby. Well, I know that she's safe. Exactly. I'm going to have to do that myself. And then that's when I started to stop thinking about, the naysayers, Mm -hmm. to stop thinking about who, what other people think. I can't think about what you think. I can't think about what the next person think because I have to stay focused so that I can, that's my why. And you know, you hear it all the time that (laughs) you have a, if you have a a strong enough why you'll start moving. I didn't, I didn't realize it until I had that why. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I got to go.
1: Okay. Cause what we're not going (laughs) to do is leave these precious children's lives just you know up to somebody else with like okay so you know <laughs> i'm looking at you you looking at me and we over here like mm-hmm.
0: exactly or you know even even that like who do, do is there anything to inherit we, we don't inherit and then i'm sitting here and i have a master's in finance and i can't tell you that i got money that sounds mm. bananas it's,
1: it's when you think about it that's the, it's true like it's Yo, the earlier, earlier you were, you touched on something and you said, you know, people have no problem shelling out and taking out loans to pay for their master's degree. And not, I'm not knocking any of it because I have a master's also and I have my bachelor's and all of that good stuff. Listen, However, sometimes doctor- when you, when you compare, okay, I shelled out all of this on the promise of getting this and, um you know looking in the bank account like uh what's going on <laughs> it ain't adding up <laughs> you know and as far as shifting the mindset like people will think twice about paying $5,000 for a good coach but you just paid $35,000 for a degree and you still well, wait, not
0: you got to go get experience oh. you still got to go get experience and Crazy. you are fully aware that you still have to go get experience and, and we accept that and it's like nothing,
1: yep. you know? And so like put, really making that investment in yourself, understanding that you're not just quote unquote paying a coach. No, you are literally making an investment. You're sowing a seed within yourself. And, and we as human beings, we have so many seeds of greatness on the inside of us that mm-hmm. we don't cultivate because sometimes I feel like we're not even aware of the seeds that are, are in our minds and that we were literally born with, you know? And so being able to come to the realization and like that, oh, I have something to offer that can improve other people's lives and then organize, like getting with a coach because sometimes we think that we could just do it on
0: all on our own and that's not the truth. You can't, just <laughs> let me tell you, I'm going to tell myself, self, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> no, I told you I was going to do it not today I need to take it Mm -hmm. but if I tell someone that's what I'm going to do I'm going to show up so Mm -hmm. I know that me personally some people may not need a coach I need someone to hold me accountable and I am going to tell you Mm -hmm. if you guys are out there looking for a coach if your coach doesn't have a coach run get a different coach (laughs) exactly because you got to have someone like this it's it's not possible like I couldn't who, who's feeding to me and who's exactly. making sure that I stay on what I supposed to stay on top of. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so true. So, so, so true. Wow. That personal development piece, like reading books, if there's a book that you could recommend, what book would you recommend that like everybody read? <sighs>
0: For me, <laughs> I have so many, but the first one that changed my mindset, it was failing forward, fail forward. Feeling forward. Mm-hmm. Wow! so just you have to fail you we always we are in in today's society we're afraid to fail True. yeah and if you fail it's not about failing it's about learning the lesson but if you never try you like people call it analysis paralysis right mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. it's fear it's fear that you will fail and mm-hmm. that was me I was I needed to know the numbers I couldn't move it didn't make sense and I read that book, and I say, like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to get on this live, and I'm going to be crooked. I'm going to be sideways. Going to do it this live when I when I first started. I was afraid to say tax tips because the IRS is so rigorous. And honestly, I feel like the co- the trucking community may not be that. Uh, you know, like oh, she don't know what she's talking about, but the accounting community it's like oh did you say that like that percentage isn't that that like so Mm. I was afraid to even hop on camera to say the wrong things and give advice but guess what my coach said she said hop on camera and be yourself okay so I started to just open up and before I knew it I, I was trying to I went from just speaking all the tax facts. Like I wanted to like, I don't want to mess up on anything. Now mm-hmm. you catch me alive and I'm like, oh man, I messed that. Percentage. I'm, gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go back and put that percentage in chat box. <laughs> My bad. I, I didn't mean to see that say that deadline. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now it's, it's different for me, but I had to build that muscle mm-hmm. because you are like, I had that analysis paralysis and it was all about. It it was fear. So once it's I read great. that fell in for a book, it was like, okay. And then the next book I read was You Are Badass at Money. Okay. Okay. That was, that's by Jen Sincero. And mm-hmm. she just, she just opened my eyes to, okay, I could do this. Like, yeah. Okay. There's other people out here doing it just like me. And, um, and personally, my coach, I, I started with her from the beginning. So I watched her go from being in her mother's basement, mm-hmm. in her aunt's basement, <clears throat> a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar earner. Wow, that's amazing. So that's... To have that is like okay. Well, I'm following everything. She does. <laughs> okay, it, I, I got outside myself. Analysis mm-hmm. paralysis, no more. Whatever she say, do. I am doing it. I'm rocking with her.
1: It's you brought out such a, a great point where you said like the most important thing we could be is ourselves because. If you're not being yourself, then who, you can't be nobody else. So you just, you know. And so it's it's it, like once we embrace that, like get get over the fear. Getting over the fear is is a process for for some people. For for most of us, I you think you
0: do it. You don't really get over your fear. You do it, fearing In spite it. of
1: yeah, that's I true. say
0: I tell fear. Okay, that's what we doing. Like I <laughs> last year. I literally said, if it did not scare me, it's not big enough. Mm. But if a, it did scare me, I didn't do it. If it scares you, that is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, my goals this year, I wrote them down, and I was like, hmm, okay. And then <laughs> one of my mentors said, double it. And immediately when I doubled, I was like, I, 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 I got to make some more phone calls. I got to do some more stuff. What I got to do? Like it was. it it made me get up and go so man it is yeah Yeah,
1: it's a real real thing so so just just to be clear the fear doesn't actually go away you always feel the fear so feel the fear and and do it anyway
0: you see the fear you say come on sis we going this way (laughs) come on let's go what you're not going to do is to stop <laughs> yeah.
1: me. Thing you, what we're not going to do is stop. So either you stay over there or you come on here. We're going to do it anyway. Yep. I hear that. Um, and that's, that goes for anything in life, anything in life, especially like with entrepreneurship though, like stepping out to like leaving that security of a job and of the 401k and the retirement and all of that, like stepping away from that security is terrifying it is. At the same time, it's like you, um, it's like you have this, all of this inside that you want to share, that you feel like you could bring value with, mm-hmm. but um, you're not sure how people are going to receive you. You don't know if you should be this way or that way. Sis, be yourself. okay? Exactly. Be yourself because people rock with you, not because of the information that you have. They rock with you because you are who you are and you bring the, your special sauce and your special, you know, uh, take on what you're teaching, and and and, yep. and and people love you because of that. So
0: and I didn't I didn't believe that when I first started off. I would I had to be in a certain suit I wanted to make sure I looked a certain way I wanted to make sure I talked a certain way I quickly learned that in trucking you got to switch up your, your verbiage yeah. <laughs> so I'm still learning I'm, no, I'm gonna just be honest I'm still I'm still on that journey you from now. New York <laughs> embrace still... it it's literally how you grew up
1: talk like that <laughs> <laughs> see I'm, I'm super mad comfortable with you because I feel like you know but it's some other it's some some other interview I'll be like so you know <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, I'm gonna get it together
0: one day. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, and I I'm like that too, on on some levels. But I think it just takes you it takes you time. So like a year from now, you're gonna be like, listen, okay. this is what it is. My bad, I ain't got my <laughs> camera. on. Okay, let me turn my camera on. Yeah. Um, and and you realize that people genuinely like you, and it sounds so it sounds crazy mm-hmm. that you have a tribe that will follow you. Like, it's a billion-dollar industry. I don't say, mm-hmm. oh, my God, there's another accountant that says she does trucking or he does trucking. <laughs> it's so many of y'all out here. I don't I, – it, it's it's too much, and I can't handle everybody. Yes. So I'm going to get the people who who relate to me, the people mm-hmm. who hear what I have to say because another individual may not hear what I got to say, and that's perfectly fine with me. I had to learn to be okay with that, mm-hmm. to be okay mm-hmm. with I may not be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. I may not be for everybody
1: and that's okay because there are some people who we gonna buy, and we're gonna get this information and we're gonna make this money and we're gonna yep. do what we have to do to get where we always dreamed of being. Yep. You know? Okay, so let's get it, let's so you you had you came up, so your your goal is to make one thousand totes um trucking companies get to a million. Is that Correct. Okay. Yes, yes.
0: All right. So, how you plan to do that, sis? Let me know, <laughs> girl. According to my goal sheet, according to my goal sheet, I gotta reach out to fifty thousand people. I gotta. I'm just. no but <laughs> I told you, I got fear right here on my back. We're going. Mm, I understand. Um. I understand. So really, it is um me being consistent. Mm-hmm. I have to be consistent in what I do and in continuing to give value. Um. And of course trying my best. And even if I fail, I admit my mistakes. Like Mm -hmm. if you are my client and I I will tell you in a second, my bad. And And, yeah, but I will, I will fix it. I, I, you know, like that's, I mean, and that's, that just goes to show your tribe. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't, Mm -hmm. I personally like a person where I don't mind if you make a mistake, Mm -hmm. but don't say you didn't make the mistake. Just let me know so we can work through it. So that's kind of the philosophy that I like to work through. So So in order for me to reach this goal, it is a, it's a, a goal that it scares me, but I know that you, I came up with this goal, uh, when George Floyd had his incident. you know, mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, how can I be of assistance to my community in particular? Cause I, I help everyone. But it, my community in particular, since college, I've been preaching, you need to get life insurance, you need to get 401k, you need to do this. And I've been talking to the masses.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I have this sector of individuals who need just as much assistance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to help everybody. My goal right. is to help this sector, because there are a lot of individuals who are not financially savvy. In the transportation industry and they're bringing in a lot of revenue so i want to be able to help them to take a look at their numbers in the long run Mm -hmm, and mm know you don't have to be a billion dollar industry to be able to afford someone to help you to look at your numbers and make an informed decision on how to move forward
1: right right i heard i think it was you who said this i heard you say one time you could stumble into a six-figure business but you can't Stumble into a seven figure exactly. You're not going to
0: accidentally, you're going to accidentally, and it's it may be in a different arena, but in Mm -hmm. transportation, you can stumble into six figures. You 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 can't accidentally make six figures. (laughs) When you said that, I said,
1: She ain't lying (laughs) (laughs) because when I finally sat down to do our numbers, I was like, Oh, okay, all right, all right, well, but hold on. (laughs) Some still ain't, it's still looking I don't, I don't know what's going on so you know i think a lot of people, people think, may find
0: themselves and no most people think okay i'm i'm in this transportation industry and i'm making six figures well transportation has so many expenses that a mm-hmm. six figure uh if you're just starting off when i hear uh trucking companies <clears throat> like a trucker just starting off and they say oh i made 150k that translates to fifty thousand dollars W two. That's what that translates mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that, and they they assume that I have all of this cash flow coming in that I can live a hundred and fifty thousand dollar lifestyle. Yeah. Not, it's not a hundred and fifty thousand dollar lifestyle. True. But you don't know because you haven't stopped to look at what your numbers are saying, or if it's even applicable for you to be purchasing all the things that you purchase, yeah. i am the person that stops make you stop and take a look at it like yeah. no 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 come on back here come on <laughs> back and let me show you what's really going on yeah. and I, I talk to people on consultations all the time and they're like oh yeah i'm bringing in you know they can sometimes they can tell me their revenue sometimes they can't but they can't tell me the expenses going out it's more so like oh i'm bringing in 600k but how much are you keeping that's, because the, that's the key be, right there. There could be a business that's making a million dollars and have $900,000 in expenses mm-hmm. and they're only gross, they're only netting 100K. There could be another business who has had their systems together, had their structure together, making 600K and their expenses are half. They're bringing in 300K. Mm-hmm. That's <clears throat> more revenue, that's more profit than the million dollar business. So when I hear companies say, million dollar million dollars no what's your take home mm-hmm. um and so i i realized that is one that is my gift like literally i can have a conversation with someone and in five minutes i can tell you your company ain't doing as good as you say mm-hmm.
1: it is Child. the numbers the revenue be looking good but when you start um adding up those expenses and the taxes and yeah all this here that all this it, it, it's just crazy and you you're feel just like,
0: like wait a minute what what happened like <laughs> that like literally and, and you hear when people get into transportation they hear the big number mm-hmm. they hear oh i can make eight thousand dollars a week don't get, it <laughs> but, don't get it twisted because
1: there's gas there's toll there's truck maintenance by the time that eight thousand dollars be half if you're lucky
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and then you have to pay your driver mm-hmm.
1: can't forget that part because you got to keep the drivers happy. So yeah. how, so how do, what's, the, what are, what are some things that, oh, okay. So like, as far as your process in helping trucking companies get to this level, mm-hmm. um, I know you have a special system that you use. Can you
0: walk us through what that is? Yes, definitely. So I have my GPS method. Okay. You go, look, you know, I like to break stuff down, put it in simple terms because I don't want to talk at anyone. I want to make sure you guys understand it. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is you focus on your um, the G stands for growth, identifying what your company weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. No one wants to do that. So taking a look at your numbers to say, what are my what are my weaknesses? Where did I go wrong? If I did good this month, what went well? Mm -hmm. Because if you're looking at what went well, now you can duplicate. Let me continue to do what went well exactly and then if something goes wrong let me not do that you know like (laughs) if you happen to not bring as much revenue in and you happen to be in Florida all Mm -hmm. month maybe you need to stay out of Florida like people we're we're not paying attention to that Mm -hmm. so you identify what your weaknesses are
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, once you identify what your weaknesses are you then create a we create a seven-figure roadmap or mm-hmm. well, what your goal is. So someone could tell me, hey my Maishree, I wanna bring in 5 million. We break that down. What does 5 million look like? Or if you wanna bring in a million, I do a million cause I know a million like this. Mm-hmm. So a million dollars in revenue, you cannot come to me and say, I wanna build a million dollar trucking business and you don't know what a million dollar breaks down into. So I know that a million dollars is $83,333 a month. That is what I need to bring in per month. I need to bring in about $19,000 per week. I need to bring in $27,37 per day. Wow. You have to know these numbers so they are on your mind. Subconsciously, you see them all the time. You can't right. tell me. One, You have, if you want to go, you have to be able to hit the target. But you mm-hmm. got to know where you're going. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to go on trucking and I want to build, I want to get about three to four trucks. What does that look like? And that's not even like before you do your research or anything like that, I'm saying get what you want to make, break exactly. down what that looks like so that you have a target to hit. So once you do those two things, getting mm. those targets to hit, you move on to profit. Okay. We got to make sure the money looks good. The money looks good in every element, the bookkeeping, mm. the payroll. The, uh, the reports that you're running, the KPIs, what are your KPIs? So KPIs are key performance indicators. What KPIs do you need to drive your business? So my KPIs that I typically identify for my clients, we do profit, meaning how much money did you keep? Like really, okay. Okay. your revenue versus your target. So remember, we set a goal. We set a goal for a million dollars. That means you got to bring in $83,333 a month. Mm-hmm. If your target is that, what did you bring in? Did you bring in $50,000? Because if you brought in $50,000, we need to evaluate what happened and mm-hmm. where is the other $30,000 going to come from. Okay. Okay. Then we will look at your repairs mm-hmm. and maintenance. We look at fuel. These are, these are like red flags like mm-hmm. when you were in school and you got an f it didn't just come out of nowhere it didn't you you messed up on the test you didn't come to school you you just Bending didn't your homework. Mm-hmm. that was important sides and people were like dang i just went out of business no your profit and loss statement was telling you every mm-hmm. month mayday you're going to go out of business and you have to listen to it mm. so um Once you get all of that together, is your business entity where it needs to be? Most people want to go straight for the S-Corp. Why? You don't even know why you're going straight Mm -hmm. for the S-Corp. You heard that somebody said that they said you should have been an S-Corp. You don't even know what an S-Corp really has to do um, because I'm going to personally tell you that if I see an S-Corp, that means you pay me more money. Mm -hmm. You have to have two separate tax returns. You got to have your bookkeeping in order. You got to have payroll in order. You got to have... Minutes annually because the IRS will come get you quicker for corporations than they will for an LLC. Okay. Okay. So once you get all of that together, you then focus on the S portion of it, which is your systems, your your processes, Ooh, and your systems. I know it, it's a Girl. Lot, a lot. <laughs> you focus on your processes and your systems. So processes and systems are. What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Mm. Everybody, we run the race. We just going, 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 going. And we have everything in our mind, but we haven't stopped to write down what our SOPs are. So mm. your um, standard operating procedures. And everyone thinks that this is a big old complex thing. It's not. Today, I got up, I checked my email. I got from my email, I checked the low board. I went from the low board, I picked this up. Write that all down, everything mm. that you do. Okay. And you write all of that down so that you can identify everything you're doing on a daily basis. So before you start to hire someone, you know what you need to delegate.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So then you look into who's on your dream team because you can't do it on your own. You can't like, I, I'm going to say that again, because everybody thinks you're going to make a million on your no, own. You're You going to burn out and you're going to be stressed <clears throat> out. You cannot do it. So you, you get your dream team. And your dream team is your maintenance. Your dream team is your driver. Your dream mm-hmm. team is your bookkeeper, your admin. <clears throat> and heck, there's another dream team, an accountant. <laughs> Can't forget <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's very important. Like You have to have these people. You have to have these things in place because, oh, no, dispatcher. Mm -hmm. dispatcher whether it's in-house or you're going to outsource it you got to have these things in place so that your team can just be running efficiently and then of course your systems what systems are you running we are not no longer are the days are we living in excel sheets okay i'm so tired of people talking about i got i got my excel sheet what is your excel sheet telling you Unless you are an expert in Excel and you know how to do pivot tables, you don't. You don't. Pivot what? Pivot ta- right, exactly. So, so pivot tables are something you just pretty much, you have to set up for it to read it and do all that. When you can go and purchase QuickBooks or some software and you put the numbers there and it do what the, the table's done. Okay. Thank <laughs> so God. Thank God for those. Exactly. Um, and the systems, not all systems are created equal. But if you're going to get a system, I want you guys to get a system that helps you to analyze the data. Mm. So not, not, oh, I have all of my numbers in here. No, I have all of my numbers in here and I can compare my first quarter to my second quarter two years ago. I have all of my numbers in here and it looks like I've been trending. And I, I typically, um, when I'm, I'm more so running my local loads, this is, my fuel goes down. My mm-hmm. maintenance goes down. It's less wear and tear on my, um, my truck. Some of the thing is they're common sense, but at nice. the same time, the numbers make you, it takes the gut feeling away and yeah. it allows you to go ahead and say, okay, the numbers are saying we're breaking. This truck is breaking down. Why is this truck breaking down? You're driving that truck to California. Mm. every day back mm. and forth back and forth back and forth that truck will break down right. and given today given today right now we're living in COVID yes there may be great loads in California but if we're watching trends and we're watching trends on what's going on in today society mm-hmm. parts on backward mm. freight liners taking three to four weeks Wow! so it's not if you can afford it mm. it is you're going to have three to four weeks before you can do anything if your truck goes down. So now I'm looking at my clients now and saying, how can we reevaluate this? Yeah. Because we need to have less wear and tear. So less wear and tear could mean, hey, maybe we need to go regional. Maybe we need to go local. And and it really just depends on, it depends on what that person's goal, what the company goal is, what they want to do. But those are the things that you look at um, because you don't, you know, you, you're going in into the wintertime. Is yeah. your driver equipped to be there? But in New York in the wintertime. <laughs> if not. they're not, <laughs> keep of, them out of there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Especially like if the truck is not um, like if it doesn't have like a, a heater in the in the back, you like it's if it's not listen, stay
0: out of yeah, it's freezing <laughs> over here right now. Right, don't I mean, do it. And that's wear and tear, but what about we're talking about normal wear and tear, but we're talking about ice. Mm-hmm. What if your job goes slide and then get into Jesus, an accident? That's the last thing you need.
1: It's exactly. so, so,
0: so, so
1: true. Um, Cause I, I think that, you know, we don't really think about it. Like we see the numbers and like you said, we go and go and go and, and just, you know, but really taking pause, pausing to really look at the numbers and analyze. And sometimes to be honest, like we, some, sometimes we don't even know what to look for. You know, yeah. and I think that that's where your service comes into play, where your expertise comes into play. Because um, before I started listening to you, I didn't even know what it like. a cap's like. KPI, what's that?
0: Keep <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So how'd that work? Oh, it makes sense. But then when you hear, you're like, that makes sense. It, it,
1: absolutely, 100%. And, and if we don't look at those things, like you said, we could be trending in a direction that we really don't want to be going in. So what would you say um, are like the top three things that a person or that a, that um, someone who has a trucking business should be like what are the most important things that they should be looking at as far as those numbers to make sure that like like they're not like going in the wrong direction?
0: I would say, well, five. Okay. Wow. Look, okay. I, gotta, I gotta add, because it's it's really the KPIs, mm-hmm. your profit. Okay your revenue versus your target. So that Mm -hmm. means that everyone that works with me, we have to set a goal. Okay. You set your goal. Are you hitting your goal? What are you paying in fuel? What are you paying repairs and maintenance? And what are you paying to your drivers?
1: Okay. My Cherie, this has been so informative. This was so good from the the mindset piece. I have a question. How do you, no, okay. All of the information that you gave just now was, was amazing. And like for anyone who has a trucking company, like they need, we need you, sis. Thank you. (laughs) You mentioned before that you have, you have kids and your family and everything. How, how do you balance it all? If, if that's what you do, because I know balance could be an illusion sometimes. I'm not not even going to lie. Um, but like, as far as with keeping things, um, you know, at a place where, uh, that works for you, you know what I'm saying? With balancing family and work and everything else that you do, how,
0: how do you do that? I literally, so who it's, it's, it's difficult. It's a daily struggle, mm. but what I do is I keep a calendar mm, okay. and not try to live by my calendar. So Literally my, my program is closed right now, but Mm -hmm. in my program, we have the million dollar calendar and we have the million dollar library Okay. because before you can go anywhere, I need your mindset to be together. Mm -hmm. And I need you to be, if, if you do not tell your time where to go, exactly. You're going to be all over the place and you're going to say, okay, what did I do today? And that could be that. It seems extremely simple, but it's hard to keep a calendar. That's so a calendar. one of my mentors, uh, Rachel Rogers, she got this book, We Should All Be Millionaires. That's another <sighs> book. Yes. That book changed the game. We're
1: reading that book. Um, we, uh, we, uh, I'm part of a book club and that's the book that we're reading.
0: Really? <laughs> right yes. So Shout out to
1: the morning meetup.
0: Exactly. So literally, so she has helped me because she, she said something in her book and, and it was like, an aha moment for me because I'm not gonna lie my business last year with me being pregnant and having a baby and transitioning I was stressed mm-hmm. I was stressed you guys see me on camera and I smile but I was stressed. Wow. still learning how to balance the two because I'm so used to being at home and being able to be with my babies mm-hmm. I can't do that now so now I got a six-month-old a four-year-old a nine-year-old a 14-year-old oh girl it's, <laughs> it's a whole nother Listen. level so keeping my calendar, but what she said was, and I was like, oh, wow, that's deep. I need to keep that in my, you know, my back office. Mm-hmm. She, she literally said, six-figure earners don't have calendars. Millionaires plan their years in advance. Mm-hmm. So this year I sat down with, by myself and I planned my personal life because I'm not going to lie. I was so busy running my business last year. I was so busy working to scale, working to scale Mm -hmm. that I missed out on so many things. I'm talking about friends had birthdays and I I was just like apologizing to everybody. Sending money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't want that to happen. So I sat down and I planned my personal calendar first. I put in date night. I put in family night. I put in uh my spot days mm-hmm. i put in like you have now, to get them spot a
1: uh,
0: <laughs> you gotta take it, care of so. yourself yes and, I, and that's not something that i normally did mm, so i no, put in, i did no. all of my personal calendar and then i added in my work schedule i mm. uh, and so years before and i'm gonna say years before just last year i had my work schedule mm. and then i added in my personal that didn't work that didn't work because i was not Fully present like I should have been, um because so much stuff was coming up. But I sat down. Oh my god! When I tell you that's the hardest thing ever, mm-hmm. planning a calendar. It give me the numbers. I don't want to do no calendar ever again. I had to go through <laughs> dance schedules and therapy schedules, <laughs> and dentist appointment, and I had to put it all on my calendar. It, that took me like two weeks.
1: Oh my goodness! I'm glad you said, that, said that, that because like,
0: uh-uh, I'm not doing this,
1: girl. Sometimes, like I'm glad you said that because that's 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 why you know I ain't really. You just kind of add them as they go along because sitting down to plan a whole year in advance, it's like it's a lot. It's a lot, but I, it's worth it. I guess I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try it. Yeah,
0: I'm, it's it's I'm, you. It's you being intentional. So like right now, I have she trucking on my my schedule I have Mm -hmm. my developmental um my seminars that I want to go to they're on my Mm -hmm. schedule I have my family um (sighs) vacations on my schedule I have my kids spring break on my schedule I have when they have to go to competition I have all of that and of course things are going to come up Mm -hmm. but I won't be so caught off guard yeah I was caught, I felt like last year I was maybe rolling with the punches. Oh I God. was, whew, God. that was, and then I had pregnancy brain.
1: Let <laughs> us talk about that part. Oh my goodness. Wow. Girl, we could talk. I feel like we could talk all day long, but I know I want to be respectful of your time. Um, Okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to to talk to me today. Can you tell us um, if people want to work with you or I know you said you, there's one part of your services that you're not offering anymore, but how can people get in touch with you if they want what you do have to offer? Talk talk to us about that.
0: So you guys, you can, uh, well, I want to let you guys know that on February 1st, I'm going to have a tax workshop. Okay. That's the first thing. I'm having a tax workshop because there's, there's some knowledge that you guys need to get and i want to make sure that you're getting so it's going to be on tax updates it's going to be on what uh paperwork to give to your tax professional whether it is me or somebody else period Mm -hmm. Um, hold on
1: just before you go in listen i um, saw
0: how excited you got the
1: other day when you had this big um tax something that came in i said girl (laughs) she's excited like i'm gonna geek out i said Okay, I need her on my team because- So literally, I, my husband was, like
0: the only person I know that reads a textbook in the tub. I Just, felt your excitement. I said,
1: she's exci- She's really excited about this. Okay, go ahead. So tell us how we can
0: get in touch with you, Yeah, so um, that webinar, I'm going to uh, provide you with the link Uh, It's a free, it's free. It's a a master tax workshop. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm doing it to help people out, especially for individuals with S corps and partnerships. The deadlines are coming up and I want you guys to not be so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Other than that, of course you can find me on YouTube. I'm going to be doing YouTube uh, videos on a weekly basis where I show you and I, I give that value. Mm-hmm. um if you're wanting to work with me you can always book a consultation the consultations uh we have cfo private cfo services we will be um potentially i had to redirect my strategic vision i told y'all what my goal was mm-hmm. i got to get yes. i got to get on the move <laughs> so the monthly no. the monthly program you don't offer that anymore no okay no so my students are in there and they're like oh thank god i got in here when i did <laughs> wow so okay. um and not saying that it is completely out but right now me evaluating the time that i have to give i can't give as much time as that required got it um, so we are transitioning so i have private cfo services tax preparation um and so tax preparation if you're needing tax preparation for your company you can book a consultation with me and i would love to see if we are a good fit because not okay. everyone is a good fit I'm not going to tell you, oh, come to me, pay me all this money. I listen to some companies and, and they, you know, like you're not there yet. I'm not going to take money, come back. And they appreciate you, me telling them, no, you're not there yet. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's just that I want to make sure that when you're paying for my services, you don't have to worry about paying for my services got and you really listen to what I got to say. How many mm-hmm. people know that when you're not bringing in that money, you can't hear? That's true. What's going on? you like, no, nah, I know what you're saying, but uh, I can <laughs> here. Catch me in
1: six months. Exactly. Catch you this time next year. Yeah.
0: yeah. And okay. so you can catch me on YouTube, IG. I'm on <laughs> IG and YouTube mainly. Um, and then, of course, booking a consultation. And honestly, I have people. If you just go back and watch my videos, mm-hmm. I give Yes, everything. the value is amazing. So. I don't I don't hold anything back. I don't even, I just it is there. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like accountants gonna be like, why are you telling them all that? Because we and you could and you could even um, ask questions, like you have a QA day. I wanted to tell people IG, I do lives on IG on third Thursday. Thursday is that- That's where you can come and ask me questions. Yes, because I can't talk to everybody at once it's Mm it's it's one me i can't talk to everybody we just talked about this i can't Mm -hmm. but what i can do is i can hop on a platform you show up you give me the question and then i can answer it there
1: before you go can you just um leave a word uh leave a word for somebody who's who's listening like i'll give you the last word and then we'll wrap up
0: okay so if i had to say anything to my trucking or transportation people out there, I want to tell you that you need to work on your business and not in your business. Mm. That's big, okay? Because Jeff Bezos is not working in Amazon. Mm, Jeff Bezos put in his work, he worked on Amazon and he stepped away. If you cannot step away, you're not doing it right. I'm not saying mm. that you don't start off in your business but what strategic plan do you have to step away? I talk to trucking companies all the time. They're 10 years in and they're still doing the same things that they did when they started. Yet people are taking advice from these people.
1: Mm. Wow. Well, we couldn't end this any better than that. My Cherie Rhodes, everybody. My Cherie, thank you so, so much for all the gems you dropped. I had a a blast.
0: (laughs) I know it was like just just having a conversation. Yes, it
1: was so nice talking to you. I really appreciate your time. And I know we're a couple minutes over, but girl, thank you so much, my Cherie. Thank you everyone once again for tuning into the Lady Trucking CEO podcast. We can be found where all podcasts uh, are played. And um, we'll we look forward to seeing you on that live, my you.